this Sunday. I cannot wait for a takeover in your house. The Queen, Charlotte Flair, battles Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai in a women's championship triple threat match. While Finn Balor goes head-to-head -head with Damian Priest. And Adam Cole looks to shatter Velveteen's dream of becoming NXT champion. NXT takes over your house. Exactly. Uh, hold up, if I, if I can say it right or whatever, watch your ears because it's been a little minute. It's still real to us. Damn it. I, I apologize for the yelling, but you guys not get excited for this part of Don't Bite Your Tongue podcast. Shout out to homie Corey joining me back on this shit. What's goody? What's up? Remember always, guys, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a fucking friend. We are available on, I mean, wherever you pretty much you get your podcast, whatever. If I'm not there, y'all let me know, and I will find and try my hardest to get up there or whatever. Except Luminary, because they ain't cutting me the bag, because we ain't that big yet, you know? <laughs> <sighs> so we're, we're going to start this off, because you, you know what I have noticed, uh, bro? What? It's only been me, you, and Will on this pod, so or at least on, you know, the wrestling pod, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's only been black males, black wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. And I know last or last time we did this, we um, you know, we had a RIP and everything to Shad Gaspar. Now, of course, you know, we don't have to get into too much of what's going on with the world and because it's, it's it's a lot, man. We've been experiencing this our entire lives. I didn't want to write anything like, yo, I must say this or I must say that. But, I mean, shit, I'm, you know, Corey's on this one, so I ain't got to be PG or whatever. Niggas are sick and tired of fucking being sick and tired. Yep. I'm 28 years old. My mama, well, my mom and dad are 55. My grandmama is 83. I just had a grandmother that passed away about a uh, you know shit was it about a month now? Whenever I came to your house after that, bro. Uh, yeah, about a month. Yeah, that was ninety six, and everyone can remember oppression, this bullshit, mm -hmm. systematic racism. So everyone that has anything opposed to being on the side of, of BLM or anything or you know fake news and just all this other bullshit, hey. Like Blackout Tuesday just happened. We as a family over here, don't bite your tongue, was like, you know, we are all standing here together. We're not for any of this bullshit. And hey man, I mean, if you do disagree or whatever, I can I'll say it or whatever is the head of this entire thing or whatever. We don't care if you don't listen anymore, honestly. Yeah, and uh you can let the door hit you on the way out. 
Yeah, pretty much, man. I I, I, did, I didn't know what else to do besides just. I, I was gonna put the Tupac joint in here, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I played that for M the other day for the first time ever, bro. She didn't. She wasn't ready. <laughs> I was like, this was from '94, and she was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I can show you stuff from MLK even further. Um, shout out. I think uh, Bumani I mean, keeps um, saying it on them. Fuck the police came out in what '89 when yeah. they dropped that album. So I, mean, I think '89, '90, something like that. Yeah. It's wild I mean, shit. Uh, Ice T dropped uh, six in the morning, eighty-seven, I think. <laughs> Yo, shout out Ice T for that one tweet or whatever. <laughs> he was like, "This motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> I know he I, was somewhere. I know he was somewhere just over it, man. <laughs> I fucking I followed Ice T on Twitter for I don't know, probably about as long as I've had a Twitter at this point, and he never fails. To entertain, it's it's just so wild to say because I feel like last time we jumped on here and like literally like what two weeks ago we were all together like damn Shad not even quote unquote that trash ass statement of one of the good ones but trash was just a good trash Shad was just a good man facts overall died a hero one of the good ones as in one of the good human beings exactly. I like I and didn't hear the worst what part is, say bad to say. well not the worst part but to add on to that they were going to uh come back to WWE at least for a few matches before he uh died I'm mad because I found um or I found out or whatever apparently they were supposed to have a match this yeah, mania uh, yeah. yeah this mania weekend or this mania you know this past years yeah Shout out Roman Reigns. He said that was his first um his first match in um in um Florida Championship Wrestling. Damn, he I forgot Roman Reigns has been around that long. Shout out John Cena with the anonymous forty thousand dollar donation, even though you don't want to say that shoe. Hey, I respect yeah, it. I, I I still think it's him. I, I mean, we, you know, we all we, think we, it's we him. We can't see him. <laughs> he was damn right. He's been telling us for years. Hey, Amen. <laughs> All those is, memes are, uh, I guess, I guess they were accurate. It's just good to finally get some laughs and everything because it's, it's been it's been a rough time for me and all my brothers and everything over here or anyone that's ever helped me over on this side, man. Shout out to everyone that's really just been looking out for our safe being and like hitting and like, yo, you know, or just I mean, I'm I, sometimes I just to the point where I'm like, yo, I get you're sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get it. The best thing is just moving forward. Yep. Like moving forward and learning from your mistakes, not still being stuck in the ignorance. Like I said yesterday, bro, you would think we're speaking a whole nother language. Facts. So since the last time we have jumped up on here, though, too, we have two more losses to our wrestling, you know, community, family and everything, which I was not familiar with. Um, I want to make sure I say his name correct. Danny Havoc. Oh yeah, the Deathmatch wrestler. Yeah, was he? I imagine must have been in CZW, right? That would make a lot of sense, and I apologize because I haven't looked up much about him. I just I know like I saw he had passed, and I saw his like I think it was like was it last Sunday? I uh, sound right. Like Saturday, Sunday, something like that. Cause I remember hitting you, and I was like, "Yo, did you know who this was?" And you were like, "No." 
which you're not a big CZW guy anyways, and neither I, am I. I. No disrespect, but I cannot stand CZW. That's too I, much I, for me. I'm really squeamish, you know? Yeah, I'm not like super squeamish, but that's just like fucking insane. I mean, I watched ECW as a wee child, and they did some shit, but nothing that approaches those levels. Hey, bro, I'll say it like this. I've seen a couple of CZW matches, and ECW ain't touching it as far as a chaos standpoint. I am good on... I refuse to watch... Remember I told you uh, Vice has that joint, The Wrestlers? And I've watched a bunch of episodes. I still refuse to watch the Deathmatch episode. Yeah, I don't even like watching anything related to Deathmatches on YouTube. Yeah, I'm good on that. ECW had a Taipei Deathmatch one time. That don't sound good. It wasn't that bad though. It no, was, no, no, I mean, no, 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 not, not like that. Not like that. It sounds. It doesn't sound good as far as like me watching the entire thing without squinting. Oh, I mean, it was ECW, so it was still kind of corny at a lot of points. Which is like about a scaffold match. I think I'm good. <laughs> well, awesome. I don't. Maybe if New Jack's not in it. But I, I don't know exactly how he passed away. I think he was only like 36 or something. Which God bless, you know. Yeah, I don't think he was that old, which is terrible to hear about. And also, it was literally right after we had recorded the last episode. Um, R.I.P. to Stardom wrestler Hana Kimura. You know, I did my little like kind of deep dive or whatever into Stardom and everything. I I, I haven't bought Stardom World, so I, most of my Stardom oh, knowledge they have is their from own streaming service. They do. Hmm, I did not know that. Yeah, they do. I think it's the same price as New Japan and all that. It might be like 8 $9. Yeah, New Japan's is the 8 the last time I checked, I think. I didn't know much about Hana. She was, I ain't going to say she wasn't one of the standouts and everything, but she wasn't one of the people that yeah, were, heard, like, caught my attention, at least. I heard she was supposed to be, like, a future star, like, a really big star in the next few years. Because she's only, I, was only 22, right? 22, yes. Had a birthday coming up in September. So, yeah, I'm here for anyone with pink hair. So I mean, I'm 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 like, how did I miss this? But she went through a lot of bullying, when, like pretty much like all the shit we just talked about and are about to talk about in a second, like a bunch of bullshit. Like people don't realize, yo, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, words matter. And honestly, like, bro, this is just me and you talking, which I know, the, you know, the world is hearing this. But like when I heard about what she, quote unquote, got criticized about, I said, how is how are, how are y'all mad at what her? Did she get criticized about? Because I. OK, so I haven't even heard. She, um, she had a certain ring attire. Well, ring attire. Um, she performed at a certain stardom match that was like an opener or something for um, Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yeah, she was in that match. I forgot about that. So, yeah, so someone ended up, like, washing the entire and, like, either shrunk it or messed it up, and she was pissed. I think I'd be pissed, too. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how it works in Japan, but I know, like, a lot of wrestlers over here design their own shit. Well, that, and it's like, bro, like, if, like, yo... I have my track stuff in here or whatever, and I've literally, like I told you, bro, I've been out of school going on about to be 10 years and everything don't touch my shit right let Plus, me live on was, for that that was the first women's match ever in the tokyo dome right ever 
like certain like you know over there at least like certain people fuck with stardom and most people fuck with New Japan. Yeah. But they don't enter they don't enter Twangle kind of like we do over here. Right. So I mean that's a big honor, but bullying sucks. I'm you know it's just terrible to hear about her passing. God blessed her and. I keep I keep want to call him Jimmy Havoc, and it's not he's not Jimmy Havoc. Jesus Christ, Danny Havoc. I'm so sorry. R.I.P. to them and their families, and God bless them. One more somber note, you guys, and then we are on to the laughs and the normal shit. I promise you. So, um, <laughs> you brought this to my attention the other night of uh, a little tweet by Jackson Riker. Who is now on SmackDown or whatever the lead dude or say so from the or from the for the Forgotten Sons? Now, literally, we make the joke not only on here but in real life or whatever about like no, yo, no one cares about the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, not really. I liked them at one point. You know, I don't. They were anymore. cool at one point. We thought they were gonna win that damn tag match or that that ladder match. That tag yeah. ladder match. Yeah, didn't do it, but you know. Now I'm glad oh, they didn't, but facts. Yeah, I mean, which I mean, I'm not <laughs> shocked that they're, you know, this way. It's not shocking to me. Like, I mean, we were, I was literally just watching Undertaker with the Blue Lives Matter shirt on and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm Plus, saying? I mean, Riker's entire wrestling career has been, oh, this guy was a Marine and is jacked. Literally, that's his entire wrestling career. He's always just, yes, he was a Marine. They literally called him DNA to play up the marine thing you know i'm not even gonna get into him and all his stuff because he doesn't deserve any of this but he deserves this slander you hear me because shout out kevin owens with the real pop-up power bomb with the stunner everything that he hit with this tweet man he added him and said the freedom (laughs) god i'm sorry the freedom you speak of entitles you to speak your mind all you want. I'm not here to argue that. I just really need to tell you that I think you pushing your shitty wrestling catchphrase at all of this, after all of this happening, is absolutely pathetic. Or, excuse me, absolutely uh, fucking, fucking pathetic. pathetic. Yes. Da, da, da. Hey, Good night. I just want to point out, I didn't realize he put his catchphrase in it until. I saw that tweet because yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't paying that much attention to it. And then I was like, wow, that is worse, isn't it? That's like, it's just gross. I saw and people, also, just respect to KO for not giving a fuck. Yeah, I saw people like being like, hey, Kevin. And they like had a picture of like Triple H and the McMahons with Trump and everything. And I'm like, that was not a shocking thing. Linda's on the cabin. Yeah. Like, first <laughs> of all, I... Has anyone ever said that Triple H is a Trump supporter? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, but I don't think he's ever done anything to, like, demonstrate that. Hey, bro, I just, I just say this like this or whatever, and I and I shout them out all the time or whatever. My favorite wrestling pod out here, First Black Champ. They say, never forget, Triple H was born in, like, what, Massachusetts? New, some, some, somewhere in that New England Greenwich, area, right? Greenwich, Connecticut, I think. Yeah, okay, right. They have said it best or whatever. They think Stephanie knows more hip hop and rap songs than her, than him. Where was she born? 
I don't know, but I just know she seemed like she got more black friends than. I mean, than no, she yeah, does. she she probably does. That would not surprise me. I say all that to say, you know, hey, we get it. We know what most Plus, of this I joint mean, is. She's been around the wrestling business her entire life, so facts. I'm not shocked about most of these people, but for Jackson Riker to just come out and be like, hey, you know, all yeah. this or whatever, forgotten no more. Hey, bro. I do want to say, I don't care that he has an opinion. I just wish it wasn't so fucking stupid. And my thing is, even people that are going to disagree with us or whatever, okay, look, that's fine and dandy too, but guess what? You already, like, it's in your name. Forgotten Sons or whatever. Like, we actually have to remember and know you. People barely knew y'all on NXT. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing this when yeah. your gimmick right now in the main roster is we were Marines My and no one cared. Is, two of them were, were Marines, right? It was Riker and I, I don't know the other the one. Other two. Yeah. Well, I know. Wait. Wait. No. Yep. I can't remember. Which probably says all you need to know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, uh, do they get taken off the TV now for this, what I presume is a lot of backstage heat? Hey, we gonna see tomorrow, because I might get I might get drunk enough to watch SmackDown again. Well, that was recorded last week, though. So we probably won't know for, like, two weeks. Vince is probably somewhere like, damn it, you can't make it obvious. <laughs> Even I can't overlook this one. He's like, shit, people know my wife's up there. That's my excuse. Y'all over here trying to get yeah, y'all up right. here fucking the shit up. Good lord. I know so, I saw I think Ricochet called him out too, and I saw I think I saw someone Big else, e but I forget. Oh, Big E, that's who, yeah. Yes. Big E talked about Black Wall Street getting burned now. Did you see uh Big E's tweet? Or is the first time someone called him the N-word? Oh, no. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he said he was like six or seven? And some girl on the playground or something? I forget why he said she did it, but yeah. Big E's from Florida, correct? I think so. I'm about to say, I'm like, he's got to be, I'm like, because the fact he remembers six or seven, I'm like, yeah, I can't even remember the age, but I just know, you know, whatever. Right, yeah. You got anything, bro, before we go ahead and get into SmackDown, which is pretty much just me telling you what happened on SmackDown? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay, like I told you guys, and I, I told Corey whenever it happened, I got wasted last Friday. We still can't go out because, well, I ain't going to say can't go out. There ain't no clubs open, so I'm not really going out on Friday nights like that right now. And I said, fuck it. I got home, started drinking. Was getting ready for like podcast stuff, you know, doing my stuff. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get a couple of drinks in me about like right now. And I'm going to watch SmackDown. Corey said, Jesus Christ, what is going on with you? So we started off, we were supposed to get Elias versus uh, AJ Styles, I want to say. And then, or it was either going to be that first or Jeff Hardy versus um, Daniel Bryan. So. This is what happened. So we start off the fucking show. Paramedics. Everything's crazy. Elias is getting put into the back of the paramedics. He got ran. Oh, he, he got ran over. 
there's a car there and Jeff Hardy's just fucking somewhere over by the bushes and everything, like halfway knocked out. And there's cocaine and alcohol in the car. All right. I am. I could not make this up, sir. I couldn't make well, this one up. Well, it is WWE, so. Yep. So. So the, literally, the people in the back are arguing because they're like, "Okay, so what are we gonna do now?" And like, they, like, uh, uh, AJ, AJ is like, "Well, it's just gonna be me and Daniel in the finals, and uh, Daniel wants to compete." So. AJ said, fuck that. I'm automatically in the finals. Everyone was just arguing and people are trying to get back in the tournament and all this type of stuff. So I don't know who the random dude was, but he said, let's do a battle royal. Hmm. And the winner of the battle royal faces Daniel Bryan tonight. And AJ, you're automatically in the finals. And that battle royal will be happening next. So, you know, we had a commercial break. So the battle royal consistent of... Oh God! Hold up. Let's 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 act. let's hope and pray I get these right. Okay. <laughs> King Corbin, <clears throat> Sheamus, Lindsay Dorado, Drew Gulak, Grand Metalik, Dolph Ziggler, Jay Uso because Jimmy's hurt, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I'm missing two people. Hold up. I only said eight names, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Fuck, I'm missing two people. Uh, oh, that's that's say Dolph Ziggler? Yes. Damn it. Fuck, who else was in this match? It's, it's irrelevant. Who do you think won? Uh, Sheamus won, right? Yes, he did win. Kind of like but a stacked battle royal, though. It, it was, and um, shout out Jey Uso. He can't hear. They were the last two, him and Sheamus. Hmm. Um. They, they were literally, yeah, they were literally jabs in there as far as Jake was like, yo, give me a chance. You know, I can, I'm going for the belt. And someone said, this ain't a tag team. What you know about this? I think it was <laughs> Dolph, actually. I think Dolph's like, I'm a champion and I've did it without my brother or something. Um, yeah. Dolph Ziggler and King Corbin were actually helping each other until Ziggler tried to pull a fast one on Corbin. And then Corbin threw his ass out right after that. That's what happens when you uh, betray the king like that. I believe they call that treason. <laughs> um, the bar had a little mini reunion, and also we had a little mini reunion of, or, or you know, oh, what's well, name no, still a faction? Awesome. Yeah, I, what's name I is still a bar. faction right now? I do too. I'm not mad at them getting back together, but I guess Seamus is gonna be like a dick because I'm gonna tell you about that later. Um, fuck, what is it? Uh, you know, you know, Nakamura and Cesaro are still in a faction right now. Yeah. So they were helping each other out, and I want to say Cesaro got eliminated and Nakamura did or something. And then um, the ref, or one of them distracted the ref and then just fuck around, came back. I think Cesaro came back in the ring and just threw Shorty G out. So then the ref comes back and they're like, oh shit, you're eliminated. And he's like, no, no, it was, it, it, it was bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, you know, got to pick on Shorty G because, of course, you know, why not? You're short. Even you though you're not, not actually that reason? short. Say so what? You mean that's not a good enough reason for making fun of someone? Also, hey, isn't he like only a little bit shorter than AJ? Yes. Hmm. I think I think he's literally like a little bit shorter than me. It's like average height. Yeah. Like, because I'm not that tall. <laughs> like, shit. Um... So yeah, that's so Seamus is going up against Daniel Bryan later in the night. Um 
I'm trying to think if there's something else in between there. Well, it'll come back, I guess. Lacey Evans and Sonya Deville. This is a thing now because, you know, uh, Sonya Deville is, just hates blondes. So Lacey Evans is out here to prove that blondes can actually fight. I'm here yeah, for that, Yeah, it was a thing that happened. I mean, I want to say it, it ended in a no contest. Oh, yeah, they both got counted out. Hmm. Yeah, they both got counted out. So, I mean, it was a pretty decent match before that. As long as Sonya's getting a push, then I'm cool. I love just flat out her being evil alone because, like, she, I didn't take her seriously when it was her and Mandy. Fire and Desire, whatever we're calling them. I mean, I like Fire and Desire, but Sonya's definitely better on her own. Especially since WWE still doesn't know how to use women's tag teams correctly if they're not named Alexa and Nikki Cross. Look at that transition game right there, bro. Literally, the next segment. <laughs> we got the Tag Team Championship Summit with the women's tag team champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The New Day. In a um, special episode of A Moment of Bliss. God dang, that's a mouthful. <laughs> so, they're talking about, you know, being champions and everything. I literally think it lasted like two minutes before. You want to guess who came out? Hmm. <sighs> Our SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey, and her best friend, Sasha Banks. Hmm. Well, you know, they were talking shit and. Literally, um, yeah, I, I think they were they were talking shit and everything and just all this type of stuff until Alexa came with the clap back of, well, you know, I'm looking and everyone in this ring has a belt except you, Sasha. <laughs> and I'm trying to wonder, I'm like, yo, because we've heard all the shit backstage rumors about they have beef in real life, but they wrestle a lot for two people who really don't fuck with each other. So, I mean, I don't know if so that's really Sean and Bret Hart. This is very true. Okay, maybe it's different because we're not in the wrestling industry. Because I'm like, can yeah. you imagine having to do something with somebody you really don't fuck with like that? Right. Yeah. So, you know, they're arguing and stuff, and then Bailey comes out and says, "Oh God, I apologize, guys." Hold on. Oh, excuse me. Um, Bailey says we're not worried about it and everything because my best friend Sasha Banks, she could take you on. Any any place, anytime. Matter of fact, she could do it right now. You want to know the problem with this, Corey, and everyone else listening who didn't watch SmackDown? Uh, Sasha's not dressed to wrestle. She literally has on heels. <laughs> so Bailey's like, I'll go grab your shoes. So she goes run to the back and everything. We come back after commercial break, and um, Sasha's wearing Jordan 11s. So she has a one-on-one match with Alexa Bliss. The best thing about this match, honestly, wasn't even the match. But Bailey and Nikki Cross on um, commentary. Oh, that just sounds amazing. Nikki Cross has been absolutely fucking incredible. Oh, my God. You don't know the relationship that me and Lexi has. That was probably a terrible accent. I don't care. But, yeah, a bunch of other stuff and distractions. And then... And then... Sa- Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss with the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment. You want to tell the people what that is, bro, just in case, you know, we got any new listeners? <laughs> the uh, surprise roll-up. Yeah, a champion lost to a surprise roll-up. I'm mad. 
Are you I'm surprised though? It happens too often now. It's like, okay, I think he's yeah. literally just trolling us now. It definitely happens way too often. Is it a surprise roll up so it could just be like, oh well, um, um, well, they, they didn't flat out just beat him like a three count. I mean, like, it still was a three count, but like not a you know a leg up. Surprise roll ups are definitely worse. It makes you seem like you know, oh my god, like literally, because you still have three seconds. Yeah. Even if that first second is a surprise, you have two more seconds. Right. <sighs> so whatever, man. Um, after this, the thing that we really want to talk about is um, Mandy Rose and Otis hanging out by a pool. I saw that one. Well, I heard about that one on Twitter. That was hilarious. Like, Mandy Rose is over there just looking incredible. And Otis splash. Oh, she's having a dream about them until she's waking up because Otis did a cannonball. <laughs> and then they made out. And that was pretty much the segment. Yeah, I'm here for it. Hey man, niggas said it best. Otis, Otis, Otis won. O- Otis won the whole um, quarantine. Yeah, uh, they're the best couple in WWE history. Whoa, do we need to go through some people in WWE history? <laughs> I mean, second best is obviously Edge and Vicky Guerrero. Over Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero. Oh, that was good too. Hmm. Or or Mighty Molly and the Hurricane. There was also, I think, Big Show and Vicky. Or I think oh she God. cheated on Edge with the Big Show. It was kind of weird. What about all the chicks? I mean, all the all the women that uh, Kane has had. The original Tory from the nineties. <laughs> I think he got Kelly Kelly for a little bit. We don't talk about that one with him and Lita. We don't. We don't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, see. that that didn't, that didn't happen. <laughs> That's why. What, what I tell you niggas a couple of weeks ago or like a month ago, whatever. If this was like the '90s or the early 2000s, he would have won such and such in a match. I forgot what we were talking about. I I don't remember. I can't remember either. But I just remember hitting y'all and be like, "Yo, if this was the '90s, she definitely would have got one over in a match." Yeah. Like uh, like Stacy did that one time with Test and was it Test and uh Scott Steiner? Your your so. your your fave Scott Steiner? I'm sure I'm sure he did some Steiner math in that one. I'm still pissed we never got that um that match with him and Brian Cage. Oh the the three stages of hell match. <laughs> the, three, the three stages of hell match. Yes. Do you remember the stipulations or the three stages? Uh, what was it a debate, a pose off, and a, <laughs> and then a actual match? Actual wrestling match, if 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 necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Which we would have prayed to God it wasn't necessary. Oh. Well, it's three. It's three stages of hell. They always go to the third match. Well, it's, it, bruh, if you don't, is that like they just don't care about you? Yeah, pretty much. Like you imagine someone flat out getting squashed in like a an Iron Man match or whatever, where like like five pins to one or some shit. That would be. I mean, at that point, it's like, why do an Iron Man match? To completely bury you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, we got a video package of um Matt Riddle that was presented by Kurt Angle himself, who came out and said, you know, I I dealt with a lot of stuff back in the day in the Attitude Era, but this guy, he's the perfect mix of high intensity wrestling and laid back attitude. That was the exact quote. 
I don't think Matt Riddle needs a, a manager. So I don't know if that's a thing, but I kind of like this whole, hey, Kurt, like Kurt Angle saying, hey, this guy's going to be better than I am. Yeah, I'm here for it. That's a big praise, and I'm, I'm ready for Matt Riddle alone. I heard the first feud is going to be King Corbin. I'm here for it. Now, are you here for it because, you know, you like those two, or are you here for it because that's your king? Both. <sighs> So SmackDown, like we said, it's pretty much just commercials and which I'm not I'm not mad at SmackDown, man, because I feel like Raw just goes on for so long because it's still it's still three hours. Yeah, it's a little bit better now that they got the people from the Performance Center, a.k.a. NXT as the crowd. Yeah, that was nice when I was watching last week's NXT, which I don't know if I mentioned that. I'm so sorry, guys, if I didn't. But that, that that's a lot. More, it, it makes it go a lot quicker. You know what I'm saying? It definitely does. It feels more... And I already like watching NXT. In fact, it's like, I I think I told you this, bro. I'm not for sure. I was like, even when I watch, like, random indie matches or whatever on YouTube and shit, like, I'm not expecting them to have a crowd. Or even if it's just, like, other wrestlers just, like, sitting around the ring. Right. I'm not mad at it because I know I'm watching just a random indie show. But it looks so weird with WWE because, like, you know... Yeah. It's because you're used to, like, thousands of people being there. Facts. So the main event, SmackDown, IC tournament, um, IC tournament semifinals. Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. They were having a good little match and everything. Um, shout out to pe- shout out to Ed- <laughs> shout out to people doing the yes chance. That was dope. So match is going on. Sheamus is kind of getting the upper hand, and guess who comes out? Who? Jeff, oh, Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Now, this is dope because I remember when I first texted you, because I'm, I'm texting you what's, what's going on with SmackDown, and you're like, why the fuck are we using Jeff's, like, you know, real-life substance abuse? And I said, I pray that he gave them permission, and I pray that he's okay with this angle. I think they're doing it as far as, like, Sheamus set him up. That was the way it was implied. That's Yeah, that's what I read on Twitter. And I, I mean, because I, I missed the first segment, guys. So I'm like, I'm like, you're like, well, we didn't you watch it? I'm like, I did, but I missed like the first ten minutes because Fox app wanted to act really stupid and show me like the same tennis ad six times. I oh, kid I you fucking, not, six times. I fucking hate when it does that. I always have to restart it. It's like, dude, I'm I get it. Could you at least show me something different? Yeah, right. <laughs> So after the distraction, you know, um, Daniel Bryan got a pin on him, and Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles for the finals for the IC um, Championship Tournament. That's tomorrow, right? That match. I'm not for sure if that's tomorrow. I hope it's. I hope it's at oh, um, it Backlash. Yeah. I think it's tomorrow. I think I read that online. Shit. Because apparently it's supposed to be really good. You are right. It is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it pops up like right after that. Though. I'm looking, I'm looking on the joint right now. I'm crazy. I wish I would have saved it for backlash, but I don't know because you know they're promoting backlash as the greatest wrestling match ever. And someone said, "Well, yeah, we're oh, gonna yeah. get the greatest wrestling match ever, but it's gonna be Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles." <laughs> like, yeah, right. I guess last thing before we move on to Raw. Um, we didn't talk about AJ um, getting drafted over to. Oh, did we talk about AJ getting drafted over, or traded over? Excuse me. I think we did. For future considerations that we're never gonna hear about again. Facts. I mean, I don't know if we said on the pod or whatever. We, they need a little bit more star power over there. Oh, they need a lot. 
Or at least they need to use what they have better. Pretty much. So, did you watch Raw? Uh, no. So, it was on in the background, and then I kind of fell asleep towards the end. So, the end, I'm going to have to, like, really go into the notes as far as, like, oh, shit, this is what happened? Yeah. But you're going to love this one, bro. You're going to love this. People are going to love this. So, Raw, we started off. The Monday Night Messiah. Um, have I told you that the Monday Night Messiah? I, I don't, I'm not even gonna take this credit. I forgot who it was that said it exactly, but I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this. They said, "Yo, <laughs> Seth is out there looking like the Hitman, but with hair." Remember that um, game? <laughs> Remember that game, the Hitman? Yeah. Tell me, he doesn't look like that with that um that does, suit on? So, yeah. He really, <laughs> he's still doing the one glove too. As he should be. So he um he came out there with his new disciple. Austin Theory, and they they honored Rey Mysterio and said he had to be sacrificed to the higher power. Hmm. We're we we are both here. Oh yeah. for this gimmick. I love the new music. I mean, I know you aren't really a fan of the Burn It Down shit. I mean, it was okay. You just didn't like the architect. Yeah, but I'm definitely here for the new music. So we go on from there into Alistair Black. Versus uh, Seth Rollins. That was a cool match. And it was getting real intense and everything until, okay. So, Humberto Carrillo comes out to stop the the um, the 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 disciples from attacking um, Alistair. Comes out with a steel chair. So, towards the end of the match, all chaos is breaking loose. The disciples grab, or both the disciples grab um, uh, Humberto. And they're about to sacrifice him, aka break, you know, like break his eye, just like they did Rey Mysterio's. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like Seth, Seth is doing this shit now, where he's like looking at them. And he'll give mm-hmm. them a face, and he'll do like one hand movement, and they just do what he says. Hmm. So the commentary booth is like, "What is this mind control that Seth has over these, over his disciples?" <laughs> <laughs> this man is Bray Wyatt, bro. It, it's incredible. So. Um, Alistair's like about to go um, attack, you know, help out Humberto, and <laughs> Seth's literally like, "If you take one more step, we're going to sacrifice him. Don't do it. Drop the chair." They do all that. They let him go, and then they get to the top of the ramp and like, you know, heal stuff. Ooh. Yeah. I really gotta start watching Raw. I think you gotta watch it too because our guy Angel Garza was next. With um, his advocate, Selena Vega. And, you know, they're talking about last week as far as, like, uh, Kevin Owens. Because um, he, you know, that, that was a whole little thing. Which, um, that's a, did you know he beat Kevin Owens last week? Andrew Garza did? Yes. Hmm. There was a distraction into a wing clipper. Interesting. Which I like that move, honestly. I think yeah, I that's a nice said that move. Before. And, you know, Angel, Angel was, like, flirting with... Um, Charlie Caruso. I can't remember what he said. Something he referenced something. I want to say. Hold on. I think I have it here. It was something like you know, in love, man, in war, everything is fair. Which I mean, facts. Yeah, yeah. And he gave her a rose, and then Selena Vega didn't like that shit, so she took the rose and like crushed it. <laughs> Hater. Um, I don't know if you saw last week or whatever. The Nature Boy phoned in from Skype. Did you know about that? Uh, no, I did not. He phoned in and said, you know, as far as the greatest wrestling match ever, he's going to pick his man, 
part of um one of the greatest factions of all time, Randy Orton. He's got this match in the bag. Edge doesn't have it anymore. So this week we got Shawn Michaels to call in via Skype. And he's picking Edge based on experience and wisdom. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, Edge has been around longer, but it's not like Randy hasn't been around for a while. Especially too, because Edge did a whole thing where like he was, he literally was like, he, he I think he counted the days. Like, you know, I wasn't wrestling for X amount of days and you were wrestling such and such matches throughout that entire time. You know, this whole segment and shit. But that aside, we got new United States champion Apollo Crews, which shout out a black man getting a championship on Memorial Day. Thanks. I did not expect him to win that at all. He did an open challenge. But instead of, like, you know, someone calling out, he called out someone. Hmm. You'll never guess who he called out for a match. Hmm. Kevin Owens. Oh. So I was about to get pissed, because I'm like, holy shit, if he, loses his, if he loses his belt already, I'm about to get really mad, even though it is to a face Owens. Yeah. But what I've noticed, and someone said it, someone said it best, too. I can't remember, man. But they were like... It's not that Apollo can't wrestle. He can. He actually is a good wrestler. He just doesn't have a character. Right. He's really. He's really bland. It's like most of the other black he's dudes. Never just, had oh, a character. You, yeah. You just. Oh, I'm just this really athletic dude that smiles. But he's a hell of a wrestler, you know. Right. So him and Kevin Owens, they're having a really good match and everything until Angel Garza and Andrade run out there and attack both of them, because of course, you know. Yeah. Andrade's still pissed, and then Angel Garza and Kevin Owens kind of have a thing going on right now. <laughs> so then you want you want to you already know what we did next. Tag team match. A tag team match. Come on now, it <laughs> writes itself, right? And of course, the faces had to win. I think um, I want to say Andrade got pinned by Cruz again. Hmm. Yeah. To oh yeah, he did to a power bomb. So I don't know what they're doing with that or if they're going to, like, you know, make that like a thing for going on. Who knows? Probably a match at Backlash. I'd be here for it, you know. It would definitely be good, yeah. And like we're always saying everything, too, we're going to get to a lot closer next week or, or before next week because, you know, uh, Corey has a special moment with Backlash, ladies and gentlemen. He, he, he wants to – I can't wait to do that classic review of 2018 Backlash. Still the worst pay per view I've ever seen. Hey, bro, I can make I can send you a WCW one. I'm, uh, I think I'm good. And you'll be like, damn, which one was worse? Um, so we're back to the rivalry between Raw, Sma- <laughs> Raw SmackDown, Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits, and the Viking Raiders, and what they're calling it. Anything you could do, we could do better. You want to guess what they did this week? Uh was. What was it? Bowling. Hmm. The Street Profits are up two to one because, you know, first, of course, Street Profits, which recap right quick, Street Profits defeated them in um, basketball, and then the Viking Raiders came back and defeated the Profits in an axe-throwing competition, which we laughed our asses off about. And then last week, the Street Profits, okay, so first they were doing um, golf. Mm-hmm. They were doing, like, a you know, a golf match or whatever. Hilarious yeah. shit here. So, which I'm, I'm gonna recap a little bit of the golf thing because I don't know. If, did I send you the video? Uh, I don't think so. 
I might have sent it to Will, man. But like now, so they were doing a golfing match and um they were disrupting the entire course. Um the the Viking Raiders brought out a cooler and like the prophets thought it was beer, but they were like, oh no, no, no. So it was a thing of turkey legs. <laughs> and Ivar just continued to like like pull out turkey legs out of nowhere. Like he randomly pulled out a turkey leg from a hole. So eventually they got kicked out. <laughs> they got kicked out of the golf course and said, fuck it. So we're going to go play putt putt. The much and, better. Game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the Street Profits ended up beating the Raiders in putt putt. So now we're on to bowling. And um, it, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to the little stuff I remember. So the Profits were like, yo, what is this or whatever? Like, it was like bowling shoes. Man, what you mean? I, I got my Jordans to match this. <laughs> So the 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 prophets cannot hit shit. They just keep going gutter, gutter, gutter. Meanwhile, the Viking Raiders are just killing this shit. Um, they had beer because of course who doesn't drink beer while um playing um or you know bowling and everything. Of course. You know they've been doing this whole little like funny skits as far as like there's a random woman and they'll be like you know Ivar I'm gonna let you get away with this because you're cute, and then so Eric you know you're you're really not. <laughs> so that happened again because um, the, the Viking Raiders like snuck into the back like refrigerator, but mm-hmm. all that oh oh and he pulled out more turkey wing or turkey legs. So I know Vince is just laughing and his ass those. off. Yeah, you know Vince is just laughing his ass off. But well, Vince thinks he's hilarious. But pretty much, uh, Viking Raiders smacked the street profits in bowling. So now the anything you can do, I can do better competition is tied to two. Hmm. And I cannot remember what they say we're going to do next week. I, I am tripping right now. Maybe it'll pop back in my head and everything, but I can't remember what we got for next week. If it comes up. I will tell you next. We're going back to, uh, Nikki cross and Alexa Bliss's raw feud, which is between, between them and the Iconics. But this week, we're going to have a singles match between Billy Kay and Nikki Cross. Yeah, it sounds about right. In which Billy Kay actually defeated Nikki Cross. I was shocked about this one, bro. Huh. Right. Would not have guessed that. Not at all, correct? So, yeah, that was a thing that happened, you know? But I mean, I like the iconics, though, so I'm okay with it. I like the fact they, they're not breaking them up, even though they did tease it. Which I wish they would stop fucking doing that shit. Like, just make up your mind. Like, they did it with um, Undisputed Era 2. When was that, like, last year? Bro, they're low-key doing it right now, from what I've heard. Oh, really? I'll tell you about that when we get to NXT. I told you I watched clips for NXT and everything, but I did watch AEW, so I can I got us on that one. But after this, we got this terrible-ass, like, <laughs> this terrible-ass thing, whatever, as far as Rey Mysterio giving an, a health update. Mm-hmm. Where he said he's not going to retire, but it was him and Dominic, and he was like, Seth Rollins, you disrespected me and my family. And, you know, we're going to do an eye for an eye and all this other shit. And Dominic was just really just, you know, just, just distraught that Seth Rollins could do this to his father. That shit was corny, bro. I'm kind of mad to see a legend, like, you know, doing all this or whatever, but I mean, you know, I guess this is just to get, like, Dominic to a position. Who knows? Do you think Dominic's going to become a disciple? 
Oh my god. You you talked about that and I said, bruh, I would I would high key fear for high Especially if they used it to prove that Seth has uh some kind of influence over Do it where he has mind control? I don't know if I want it to be mind control, but I don't something. It is hilarious though, because I mean, he doesn't he doesn't have mind control right now, but like he literally just like does a hand movement and the disciples move, and I like whenever they voice of the higher power. Oh shit, he is, and he's about to give birth to a demigod, as you said. <laughs> so the best the best person ever, ever he and he didn't do his little pretty Ricky gimmick and everything, but. Our truth found out that it wasn't Tom Brady that is the new 24-7 champion, but Rob Gronkowski. And he he's like, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to get my title back. Gronk last week cut a promo about, like, I am I am now the 24-7, 365, 7-11, highway, <laughs> not, I-95 South or whatever champion. He said the whole, like, gimmick or whatever. Pulls his glass to the back and says, because I have eyes in the back of my head. So... They're at Rob's. They, so we we do a backstage segment, not backstage, but we do a whole like you know segment or whatever at Rob Gronkowski's house in um in uh Foxborough or whatever he lives at apparently, right? So he's talking to a dude, and I think they're doing like a photo shoot or something. I can't remember what it was exactly, right? So that's happening. You see a random gardener in the background. Hmm, wonder who that gardener can be, right? <laughs> So, you know, Gronk has his head turned, and his buddy reveals himself to be a referee. R-Truth pops out of he, – he takes his hat off and everything because he was the gardener, pins Rob Gronkowski and gets back his 24-7, 7-11, 365, one, I-95 South championship back. So the rightful champion has returned then? He, he he has, but also um, Rob Gronkowski um, became the longest um, reign or the longest person to have that belt. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he had it since like what August. That tells you anything about that belt. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising though, I guess. Yeah, you know. Our truth still has the most reigns. That is very true, and I don't see anybody like you know. I don't see anybody getting close to that, you know? Like, at all. <laughs> I would imagine not. From here, I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to let you go in if you want to go in, bro. But um, I watched a match, and they cut off, you know, the horrific injury that happened. But Nia Jax defeated Kyrie Sane. Well, it's hard to defeat. It's hard to lose to someone you just crippled, so. I mean, at this point, bro. How, I mean, I, I, we, I only think we can count the injuries if we've tried. Uh, yeah, I have lost count, that's for sure. Have we, like, when was the last time we've seen someone this unsafe? What? When's the last time we've seen someone this unsafe? Uh, I don't even know. Oh, the Bella Twins, I guess. Well, that was like one time, right? No, that was one time the last time they were here. True, I wasn't around the last time when they were, like, in their heyday, you know? Yeah. I wasn't around, at least. You were. And that one time was pretty bad. I saw somebody on the internet bring up Seth Rollins, and they were like, yeah, but that was just literally doing that one dumbass move to buckle bomb. 
which Vince recently said that uh, they're not allowed to do anymore. And I'm kind of glad. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. Because I, first I don't of think all, Seth, Seth is un- the only one who does it. Yes, that I can think of, and he's injured. He uh, retired Sting with it, and pretty much fucking ruined Finn Balor's career. Right, but besides that, I don't think Seth was, or I don't think, and I don't think that Seth is um, unsafe. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I don't think it's his fault. I think it's just the buckle bombs. It's a hard move to do, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. not a, it's not. A, it's not necessarily the safest. Yeah, because you gotta it's, like take it just right, or you're gonna fuck your shoulder up for certain. It's kind of like things case your back. True, like. God, what was I going to say? I, I mean, like, the, the move is one thing and everything, and we don't necessarily need to see it. Also, a little quick thing about Sting. Did you see that uh, the network dropped a special on him? I think it's like Sting, the Lost Tapes. Yeah. Is that supposed to be like a series? Because it's only 26 I'm, minutes long. I'm not sure. I saw, like, what culture did, like, you know, what we learned from it, but I haven't yeah. watched it yet. And now you say, is that short? I mean, I, I guess I'll, I'll probably watch it later, if not tomorrow. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it's like a backstage thing before his match at, um, I forget where, in like 95. Okay. I guess we shall see, you know. It was like a WCW, like, Legends reunion show kind of thing. I mean, I'll definitely check it out. And if it's a series, like you said, I'm down. Like, I, I hope that's the case, too, you know? Yeah. I mean, now, Steve I, is now my favorite wrestler of all time since a certain someone had to be knocked down the list for his comments recently. Mm. I don't even think I want to know who that is, honestly. I think I know, but I'm not for sure. It's Chris Jericho. Oh, God, what Jericho do this time? He's he's one of the, uh, he's one of those All Lives Matter folks. Jericho, no. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So oh, well. I was I, right. I was asleep by this point, but I'm going to tell you. No, no, no. I wasn't asleep. Maybe I just missed this part. I can't remember. I think I was dozing off. Randy Orton delivered a message to Edge where he said, you know, he's been watching the network and he caught up on various WWE programs. He noticed one thing in common, and people might think Flair is the greatest wrestler of all time, but Flair last week said that Orton is one of the best to ever lace up the boots. And Edge has said the same before. I don't disagree. Also, Randy Orton thinks that black lives matter. So, you know, automatically a goat just for that. And he's got a black wife. I'm sorry. People can say whatever. That is a black woman. You ain't going to add me. Like, I know know, know black women or whatever. That's a black woman. I mean, she's just light skin, right? Yeah. Yeah. People try to say, oh, she's not black. No, she's definitely black. Yeah. Does he have kids with her or all his kids with his first wife? I think all his kids are with his first wife. And I want to say she has kids as well. I don't know if they have one together, but don't mm-hmm. quote me. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with this entire greatest wrestling match ever. But I mean, hey, I don't ever want to doubt Vince, man, because when we think sometimes we think Vince is going <laughs> to what I've noticed when we think. It's not going to be good. He gives us some good shit. It's when we think something's going to be good where it's like, fuck, come on, you ruined yeah. it. You notice that? It does seem to go that way a lot. 
So we shall see, bro. Um, after this, you know, we, we had to get a champion versus champion match because last week, um, Charlotte Flair was calling out Oscar. She's like, every time you go against me, you lose. Even though she technically lost a triple threat match last week, talking about Charlotte, but whatever. So Charlotte and Oscar are having a match until it was um, ended by ref stoppage because Nia Jax interfered. Why? I don't know. I think I was half oh, knocked God. out by this point. Are we about to get Nia versus Oscar for the title? Yeah, that's happening at Backlash. It's confirmed, bro. Oh. I, Oscar better win that shit. That's all I had to say. And not get hurt. That's no, 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 no. That's what we got to pray for, that she doesn't get hurt. She's winning the match, but I, I just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need to pray for health. Ah. Next, we got um, Drew McIntyre versus MVP, because earlier in the night, <laughs> I, I I can't, I don't, I don't know if I talk, I definitely didn't talk about it, but MVP caught a Claymore. Because, of course, you know, why not? Facts. Also, I don't want to say I'm going to get this shirt because I haven't gotten a wrestling shirt since my Alexa Bliss one. But um, do you have you seen? And if so, do you like the new um, Drew McIntyre shirts? Uh, I don't think I've seen them. It says talk less clay more. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it was a lot of shit and everything. Which, um, of course, you know, Drew won. It was a non. It was a non-title match. Non-title match, regardless. Um, there was a point earlier in the night where like Lana just slapped MVP because of you know the whole situation with um Bobby. So they still married, technically, I guess. They are still married, yes. But mm-hmm. he's he's not concerned about his wife anymore because he's more worried about you know becoming a champion. Because um, you didn't watch Raw last week either, right? No. So last week, it, it made no sense because MVP and Bobby Lashley well, did he were attack Drew McIntyre last week? Um, yes, he did. He did. They're doing this whole, like, you know, Bob puts people in, like, the full Nelson and they can't get out of it. Oh, he's Bobby Masters? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um, uh, last week, they called out the um, the Street Profits because MVP said, Look at these two people. You rather do stupid games and everything with the Viking Rangers instead of be champions. And I'm like, they're literally raw champions. What the fuck? Are they? Yeah. Like, I was so confused. <laughs> I'm telling you, Raw, like, I was so mad. I was like, he, am I missing something? The, is he saying the raw tag team belts are fake news or something? I, I, apparently. But they had a match. The Prophets versus MVP and Lashley. I mean, props to MVP for like still getting in the ring from time to time. Hey, shout out to him taking all these Claymores. Also, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him for taking all these Claymores, man. But, you know, after the fact, though, um, McIntyre and Lashley got into a big brawl. Because, of course, what? You know, why not? Uh, yeah, might as well. I'm actually ready for the match, you know? I think, it, yeah, it'll be a pretty good match, I imagine. I've I've been seeing people say, oh, you know, this is like some TNA shit. And I'm like chill <laughs> i mean and they were both good in tna anyway that on top of like i mean i'm not gonna say it's gonna be better i'm not gonna say it's gonna be worse i didn't see the tna match so what do i know you know right but i'm not mad at it and i'm like like we said we're glad he's doing more than just flipping tires in the back with lana now <laughs> yeah 
So literally yesterday, AEW and NXT. I'm gonna go to AEW first. Sorry guys, me and Corey did not watch Double or Nothing. Wasn't about to drop that fifty. Nope. I heard it was incredible though, but not about to drop that. I'm sure 50. it was, but still. Yeah. But start off AEW, we got AEW Tag Team Champions Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus. Remember last week I told you they um Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sapien defeated SCU for a title shot. Yeah, yeah. So I came in like halfway during this match, and it was a hard fought match. But I want to say Heyman got the pin, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. So of course they retained. Didn't see yeah. you know them not retaining. Yeah, that wouldn't have made any sense. Um, we got a Brian Cage squash match against a jobber. Expected. Yeah, named Sean Dean, in which I mean Brian Cage just obliterated this dude because of course why not. And then Taz went out. Oh, um, I think Moxley was on commentary during this match. And after the fact, Taz went out there and just talked shit. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and Moxley was like, you know, you're not going to intimidate me, but we're going to have a hell of a fight. And that's already been confirmed for Fighter Fest. That makes sense. I shall tell you guys more about Fighter Fest later, too. Oh, what's up? That'll probably be a decent match. I'm here for it, and I'm glad, too, because, I mean, um, I've been seeing a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, Mox has just been going against rehashed WWE dudes. Which, I mean, he has been. He has, but, I mean, it's hard. Like, who are the only dudes that, I mean, most dudes that weren't on WWE, like, they're mostly younger guys. True. And Lance Archer is nowhere to be found after Double or Nothing, so, you know, but whatever. Oh, well, I say that. I say that to say, apparently I missed this part, but... Apparently, he just beat up some random guy. Flames Archer? Yeah. Hmm. So that was so a he's thing. Back to uh, squashing people? Yeah, I guess. Okay. We had a backstage segment with Private Party. And wow. not the woke, not the broken one, the woken one or whatever he is, but I, but it was it was a different Matt Hardy, just normal Matt right now. <clears throat> and where he said, you know. Private party remind him a lot of him and his brother. Huh. So maybe a private party push? Who knows? I'd definitely be here for that. Yeah, they said you know because they they um I don't know if I told you they got in a they got a they had a random three way match last week. On TV. Kenny. Yes. Hmm. Also, um, while I'm saying it too, I'm gonna say it now before I forget. Um, sometime in the night, <laughs> you know how you said you still aren't watching Dark. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm go- I'm going to actually see what I can find about Dark right now because uh, guess who's going to be on Dark this week? Hmm. AEW World Champion John Moxley. Okay. So I guess is this what they're doing to like make people watch Dark? As it would seem so. Who is he wrestling? I'm going to find out, but let me see. I don't think they got pretty much problems of people watching Dark because the last episode, which I think he's going to be on the next week's Dark or whatever, because, you know, last week's was already up here. But uh, the one from today's the fourth. So the the one they dropped on the second already has 270 K like viewers hmm. or views. Yeah, it's not bad. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really not bad. I guess they're like, okay, maybe we'll get people to watch Dark if we put a champion on. Who knows, bro? I mean, I'm still not. I told you, it's literally background fodder for when I record these pods. Um, After that, the guy who you said you're not really fucking with like that anymore versus Colt, or Chris Jericho versus Colt Cabana Two guys who have been in, in the industry for over 20 years but never wrestled each other. Huh. So, yeah, that was a thing. That actually um, does make sense, though, because <clears throat> Pokemon was in ROE for a good while. The best thing about this was um, Sammy Guevara because, you know, he's still coming out on his little scooter that he got last week at the the uh, the pep rally. Mm-hmm. I told you about the pep rally, correct? Yeah, yeah. With Vicky Guerrero, and then they were all giving each other gifts and shit. Yeah. Yeah. The best part about this was uh, Sammy Guevara singing Judas on the way out there. <laughs> Quite terribly, if I might add. But it was supposed to be terrible. But him and Cole had a match and everything. Of course, you know, Jericho ended up winning because it's La Champion. Like, you know, he's not going to lose. And then he addressed Iron Mike Tyson. And he still wants his hands on the champ. So maybe that's something we're going to get at Fighter Fest. It's not confirmed yet. You know, who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like they, they 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 didn't do that segment last week for no reason. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> I guess so, it could be interesting. It's only a matter of time, and I'm not gonna be mad about it. Yeah. So funny part about this. <laughs> so the champion was um calling out Iron Mike. He said, "I want the baddest man on the planet." Do you want to guess who came out next, bro? <clears throat> Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Now I'm, I yeah, I'm here for that. He proceeded, <laughs> he proceeded to put um Jericho's hand in his pockets. He doesn't have pockets, so he put his hands in his belt. And then you know the inner circle was about to attack, was about to attack him, but then best friends came out. Um, also too, you remember I told you, I, I told you over the phone. I'm gonna say this to the people, the best friends won a match I can't remember if it was that double or nothing or not or something but they won a chance at the tag team belts and that has now been confirmed for Fighter Fest so hmm. okay. A-Man Page and Kenny Omega versus the best friends at Fighter Fest for the AEW tag team championships Do is this when they finally lose? I don't know but that would make a lot of sense to me honestly Yeah, I agree but they're both faces too I assume Hangman's going to turn on him eventually. But they haven't been pushing that in a while, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, hope, I, mean, I hope he does, because I still don't really like them that much as a tag team. I mean, it's like we said, bro, three out of the five champions in this entire promotion are elite. Also that, yeah. So, you know, whatever. So from there, um, oh, man. So, um, you know, blessings on blessings. Britt Baker did not tear her ACL. She only has a leg injury, and she's only going to be out two months. Well, that's good. That is really good. So you remember last week I told you she did an injury report? Yeah, yeah. Now we're doing the Britt Baker road to recovery because she's our role model, which she has <laughs> like, <laughs> which she has um on the back of her um her wheelchair. Mm. So oh, she yeah. came, she came down. She has her own personal um like assistant. Like, rolling her around in a wheelchair? Of course. But they had her in, like, the back of some, like, little golf cart type setup or whatever, and they called it the Rolls Royce. (laughs) So that was hilarious. 
Um, from there we got, uh, which remember I said uh, Britt Baker and everything because next we have uh, Don't Bite Your Tongue's favorite and Cedric Alexander's real life wife, formerly known as Errol Monroe, but now we all know her as Big Swole, who came out there dressed as the Yellow Ranger from the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I mean, that's fucking pretty dope. <laughs> but it's, instead of like the little center thing, instead of like whatever animal it was, it was like mm-hmm. uh, it was like um. An arm pump. Like an arm flex or whatever. Uh, that makes sense, though, yeah. See, that was hilarious. Um, Her and Nyla had a pretty good match, because like we said, Nyla Rose can actually fucking wrestle. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So, say whatever you gotta say about her, but, you know, she can actually wrestle. Um, Nyla Rose defeated Big Swole, of course, but after the match, Tony Schiavone goes out and interviews Big Swole. And during... <laughs> so, during the entire... Like um interview, Britt Baker is just being loud as hell, and and um Big Swole was not having it because you know they they had a little bit of um friction before her um her injury. Yeah, yeah. So Big Swole grabbed a chair and just starts like running after her, and they're like, "Get me out of here! Get me out of here!" So like they roll her off. <laughs> so they're pretty much like hyping up that feud for whenever uh, Britt gets back. I'm here for it. Definitely, yeah. I love Britt Baker's character right now. Turning her heel was incredible. I mean, I thought I, I thought at first it was kind of out of nowhere, and she wasn't doing nothing but attacking Shivani. But now it's hilarious. So, hey, here for it. Yeah, it definitely sounds like they developed it a lot better than uh, it was at first. Like we, like we say, if you're a top person at AEW, they care about you. It's just everyone else kind of is just like, meh, meh, you know? Yeah. Like I'm watching Dark now. And Billy Gunn just beat some random dude I've never heard of. But pretty much the entire time or whatever, like, it's just him and Austin just doing, you know, gun club. <laughs> so, hey. Also, tell me why um, Brandy does more <laughs> hanging out with Dustin nowadays than, hang- than hanging out with um, his, his, um her actual husband. You want to tell the people what we said? And literally, that's the perfect way to turn the, to turn Cody. Wait, what? You remember I told you this shit weeks ago. I was like, bruh, Brandy, all she does is hang out with Dustin now, whatever. This is the perfect way for them to turn Cody. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Like, yo, you know, why are you always with my wife? <laughs> it's literally a thing. Also, I'm not trying to get too much in the dark, but uh, QT Marshall just pulled up on Dustin and Brandy in a, <laughs> I think that's a Lambo, if I'm not mistaken, a blue Lambo. And he has Allie in the front seat. So is she still a heel? Um, I'm not for sure, but I, but it looks like Brandy and Dustin not really fuck on her because they're like pointing at her right now. I have, I'm on mute, of course. And QT's kind of like, yo, it's cool, cool. And she, you know, his whole gimmick is like the apple. So she's like holding an apple in the background right now. Hmm. So yeah, little, little, little dark thing for you guys. Um, <laughs> back to, uh, you know, Dynamite. So two back to back Tony Schiavone things. He was talking to Darby Allen in the back, and he was like, yo, you know, so Taz was having a problem with you. You know, what do you think about, like, his new associate, Brian Cage? And Darby said this ominous, sass, you know, segment, and one day he'll get, you know, it, pretty much. Maybe they're hyping up a Brian Cage, like, thing with him because, you know, Darby's beef with Taz. Right. So I'm calling it now. Maybe uh, Darby will cost brian cage the um the title match i'd probably be here for that just because he doesn't fuck with taz plus i mean there's nothing wrong with putting darby allen on tv more oh no i love him 
he's he, he's he terrifies me sometimes. Not only his character, but just what he does in the ring. Because I'm like, hey, dude, you're not gonna be able to do this forever. All right. So from there to Tony Schiavone had a sit down with FTR. We're still calling him FTR. In which, you know, he asked him a bunch of things. They were like, you know, you went out and you did you didn't attack the the young bucks. What's that about? And they're like, yo, we've known we know the Bucks and this forever. Like we've been lumped into the greatest tag teams of all time, but we don't want to have a classic match with them. We want to squash them. Three seconds. But when the time right. comes, the time will come. I'm here for the shit talking. Yeah, so they give them a real tag team name soon. Yeah, I was gonna say they they didn't call them the Revolt yet. So I don't know if they don't have that trademarked or what's going on with that. So you know, yeah, because they're still just calling them FTR. Also, he said, "So can I ask?" You know, I think Tony Schiavone said, "So um, is it is it true that FTR stands for?" And then they bleeped it all out. <laughs> Like, it was literally bleeped out, so I'm like, okay, that was a hilarious, you know, thing. So, I, yeah. I, lo- I love the whole little, you know, we're being, still being funny about it. So, he asked about, well, you know, you guys didn't attack the Bucks, but you di- you guys did beat up, you know, the Butcher and the Blade. How do you guys feel about that? And they're like, well, it's not personal. I mean, it's just, we had to get to what we wanted to get to, but we're not ready to get to, we're not ready. They said, we don't want to get to the Young Bucks yet, because we'll do that on our own time. So, then the Butcher and the Blade come out of nowhere to um, disrupt this interview. And before they start fighting a bunch of random wrestlers, you know, hold them back. So that was a cool little segment. Mm. Oh, in the back, we got um, a we had a dude talking to Cole Cabana where he would talk about, you know, Jericho being a little bit too much for him. And, you know, he's going through a little losing streak. He's like, damn, you know, I got beat up by Lance Archer in the tournament. Now, Jericho, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. To which Mr. Brody Lee and a member of the Dark Order come out and say, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. <laughs> You're losing. You can be better. We can bring it out of you. Join the Dark Order. And the and they walk off and the dude hands um <laughs> the dude hands um Cole Cabana a, a bottle of water. And Cole's like, well, I don't know what the fuck that was about. I'm I don't you know, don't see myself joining them. So they're still kind of doing that, which I mean, I don't hate the I don't hate the Dark Order as much as I used to. I'll say that. Yeah. Because now it's just funny. I'm definitely cool with them going around, like, recruiting people. Oh, dude. I for, You remember I told you last week they had that random-ass battle royal to see who was going to be the first person to compete against Cody for the TNT title? Yeah. So I forgot who the fuck got eliminated. But um, while he got eliminated, like, that same dude that was, <laughs> that's in the Dark Order that you see in the commercials that kind of looks like Orange Cassidy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, hands, he hands one of the eliminated wrestlers a Dark Order pamphlet. <laughs> just out of nowhere so i'm like they're still recruiting you know uh we close off the night with the tnt championship match jungle boy versus the american nightmare cody um this match wasn't that long maybe like 10 to 12 something minutes cody busted his eyebrow open i want to say it was a blade job but i missed you know i missed that part or whatever i just kind of looked and he was bleeding I wouldn't be surprised if I was. Or maybe it was another one of those gimmick chairs. Oh, right, right. (laughs) Right, never forget. (laughs) Um, MJF is... MJF, they keep panning him in the crowd. So at one point or whatever, um, Jungle Boy comes to the outside, and MJF was like, you think you deserve to be in this more than me? You are not deserving at all. 
so yeah, that was an entire thing. Um, Cody's bleeding, you know, which I mean, he's just bleeding on random, you know, dynamite matches now. Okay, cool. But uh, Jungle Jack Perry, we had to hear that a thousand times. You know, JR can't just call him Jungle Boy. And of course, you know, Jungle Boy didn't win this, but Cody hit him with a, I mean, it was a nice, mean crossroads to win the match. Then at the end, you know, they embraced each other. Um, uh, Dustin came out. And uh, Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt came out. MJF looked pissed. Like, you know, fuck you guys. That was awesome. Anything with MJF, I'm here for. So, yeah, who's going to be next to... um? Oh, oh, they said regardless of whoever won the match next week, the winner, which we know who's Cody now, of course, which we didn't, which we didn't see him losing that belt this far, you know, this early. No, yeah, definitely not. But next uh, next week, Cody is going up against his next competitor, Ray Phoenix. Oh, well, now that'll be really good. So, yeah, I'm ready for that one. And that was AEW, guys. Ooh, so now I'm I'm gonna get a sip and everything because we are going right into NXT and then into the NXT uh, our pay per view for this week NXT in your house or NXT Takeover in your house which I am definitely looking forward to. I think the curfew's lifted, so we shall be watching that one together. Yeah, yeah, we should be good. Also, um, I'm gonna ask you because you know you know you're well more versed on that than me. Was the, what was the last in your house like ninety seven? I think so. Was it was it the DX one? I'm not sure. I think I was on the network a while ago, and I think the last one was the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that was The Rock versus no Stone Cold versus Stone Cold versus Big versus, Show. Was it was Big it? Show? I it think was Undertaker so... was in the main event. Was I, Undertaker? I want to. Say. Oh no no! Was it Stone Cold versus Vince, and then under and then um, Big Show interfered? Let me let me look real quick. Okay, yeah, check check that out. Check that out. I'm I'm gonna start with NXT. Um, we started off with you know we're having a few, we're having this little mini feud right now with uh, Candice LeRae and Mia Yim. Oh, it was Stone Cold, Mr. McMahon. Okay. In a cage match to determine the number one contender for the world title. That is wild. Mankind. And The Rock had a last man standing match for the world title that ended in a draw. Oh, okay. I don't know if we spoke about this. Your thoughts on Hill, uh, I mean, not me, but Hill, Cancel Ray with the purple hair now. I am definitely here for Hill. Well, I'm here for anything, Candice Ray, quite frankly. That is fact. But she's great as a Hill, so. Yeah, she's the poison pixie now. Plus, her and um, Johnny together, also just great, period. Which Mia Yim won this, but wait, wait, wait. Oh no, no, excuse me. Mia Yim lost this, so you you want to know how this ended? How? So of course, you know they had their their men out there to support them, and so at some point Johnny Gargano <laughs> Johnny Gargano had his keys, and which I should I should say this too because it's gonna go into effect later. Um, uh, of course Mia and Candice are fighting. Tegan Knox went out there, and then Dakota Kai and um, Raquel Gonzalez and everything, and Shotzi Blackheart, and they got into a huge fight. At least those four. Johnny Gargano got his keys. Literally tried to poke out Keith Lee's eye. Mia Young got distracted, <laughs> and then Candice Ray got the surprise roll up. It's the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. 
And it's now reached NXT, damn it. God bless. But Triple H isn't perfect. Also, I mean, I think he... I'm here for it this time because it's a, it's a hilarious distraction. Like, where the, like it, it's hilarious because like he was in his street clothes. I guess the fact that he would have his keys makes more sense. Yeah. Because he wasn't ready to wrestle because he literally came out there in skinny jeans and a jacket. <laughs> so, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, our guy, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Tony Nese. You know, Isaiah Swerve Scott with the victory. Not much really to say here. I'm pretty sure that was a good match because, you know, both of them rock. No way uh, that wasn't a good match, really. So whenever WWE Network and or USA is tripping right now because we, we actually tried to watch um, NXT a while ago because, you know, scheduling conflicts. We're busy people. We didn't really get to watch NXT, I was going to not watch AEW, like I told you guys, but I didn't know we was going to be recorded today at first, so like I was going to have time to watch NXT, but then, not only did USA Network want to start tripping, but WWE Network doesn't have it up there yet. So I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I guess they'll, I guess they must add it, like, the day of the next episode, so I guess it'll be up there Wednesday, I don't know. So we'll see. And I'll tell y'all, I haven't watched NXT with like commentary in a while because it's been on while I've been recording other stuff, so I've kind of just been like half-assing it. Yeah. Um, triple threat tag team match between the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and um, I, it feels so weird to say Bobby Fish and not Kyle O'Reilly, but Bobby Fish and Roger Strong versus um, oh, uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin. And Breezango. Yeah, that was a thing. Breezango oh, came out dressed so as nurses. Fondango's back? Yes. Mike, hopefully we'll see more of them on TV then. Yes, I was about to say, um, shout out Breezango. They came out dressed as nurses from what this um, picture shows me. So yeah, <laughs> bring, bring back the fashion police. And can we please call them the fashion police this time? I don't know why we never just called them that. And, and I feel like we should. I mean, it makes way more sense. So, I want to say Breezango won this match. Funny thing, um, the Undisputed Era, <laughs> they got distracted because um, Dexter Loomis popped up out of nowhere in the crowd. Hmm. Terrifying. Oh, absolutely. I'm about to say, um, I watched, which, I mean, are you a horror movie um, fan, bro? I don't mind them. So, I watched Sinister 1 and 2 a couple of weekends ago with my um, homies downstairs. Mm-hmm. Really interesting movie. I feel like I wasn't oh, I as yeah, afraid as I thought I was going to be. Yeah, the first one was way better than the second one, though. Oh, yeah. That's usually how horror movies work. But the second one, like, I mean, which both of them, honestly, and like, without any spoilers, kids are creepy, guys. Oh, facts. Kids are creepy. I'm sorry. Like, they're just terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, all that to say, um, Breezango won this match, and they're now number one contenders for the NXT Tag Titles. Oh, shit. So, yeah, that was a thing, apparently. Well, that's awesome. I guess that makes a little bit more sense, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I wouldn't be upset if they won. Now, I'm going to have to do some reading on this shit, because I'm like, wait, 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 what the fuck? So, (laughs) I missed last week. You watched last week's uh, NXT, correct? Yeah, yeah. Is is Aaliyah officially part of uh, Robert Stonebrand? It seems that way, but I don't think they said it's official. 
is Chelsea Green not a part of that anymore? I don't know because I saw on Twitter it 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 seemed like she might not be, but I couldn't tell for sure. Hmm. So, oh, okay, I'm reading it now. It says Robert Stone turned down Aaliyah a couple of weeks ago when she wanted to join the organization, but he was out there in support of her because Chelsea Green fired him last week. Uh, oh, okay. So Aaliyah had a match against Santana Garrett, which I love her, and I might love her because I've watched a lot of her indie matches, and, I mean, I'm just here for her, honestly. Even with the red hair, I thought it was better than normal, but, you know, I'm still here for Santana Garrett. But you would know Santana Garrett got the victory over Aaliyah. Thank God. So the Robert Stone brand isn't looking so good, bro. Well, when you go from Chelsea Green to Aaliyah, that don't that don't happen. Hey, shout out Aaliyah, I guess, man. You know, I guess uh, what it, where's 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 our other girl at? I don't know. I can't think of her name right now. You know, what I'm talking about um, Vanessa Bourne, right? Yes, Vanessa Bourne's fun. Yeah, I don't know. And she's actually good. Yeah. So um. Next, we got Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed. I haven't seen Bronson Reed in a little while. I haven't either. I'm trying to see who won this match because I'm on Bleacher. I told you, Bleacher, when I'm looking through the notes or whatever, at least online, Bleacher Report's notes suck compared to, like, CBS's. Oh, yeah, I always prefer CBS's. Like, it's annoying. But um, it says that I want to say... Uh, Bronson Reed won? I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Or I might be wrong. But it says after the fact that Carrion uh, Cross took out um, Bronson Reed with the, with the Doomsday whatever move he does. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I hope Cameron Grimes won because... I'm going to say Grimes won. Fuck it. That makes way more I sense. I mean, he kind of just beat Finn Balor and, if you know... You know. Yeah, you don't do that just to lose to Bronson Reed. That's no shame on Bronson Reed, but I mean, yeah. come on, man. Mm. So our final, or our main event, the final 20 minutes of NXT were devoted to the Cruiserweight Championship match between El Fantasmo, which, I mean, I do not want to say El, Hun- is it El Hanro? El Hijo del Fama. Yeah, there you go. If I say Corey's way better at this than I am, guys. Versus Drake Maverick. I'm going to let you guess what happens because I'm pretty sure you probably know by now. Uh, yeah. Phantasma uh, won, which I expected. He he did, and, and I'm here Triple for Triple H gave Maverick a contract, which I like the storyline, but like in reality, it's kind of gross considering they just fired a shitload of people. It is, and it makes me think, was he actually fired, or was that video just storyline as well? I don't know, because everyone on Twitter is like 50-50 on that. Like, a lot of you are like, oh, no, it was his idea, and he wasn't actually fired. And a lot of you are like, no, WWE just saw the video, and we're like, hey, you know what? Fuck it, let's just give him another go. I'm like, either way, it's kind of gross. Unless, like, if it was his idea, like, a few months ago, and they just got around to doing it, because, like, the, the Cruiserweight tournament offered a good opportunity for it. That's one thing. But if it was, like, a recent idea, I don't know. True. But in the storyline, I did like it. I'll say facts, that. facts. Which, I mean, we all knew. It's like, dude, you're not you're not, not winning matches because, like, if you you have to be signed. They wouldn't just have you up here winning matches and you're not with the – come on now. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you weren't – and if you had been fired, if you weren't already re-signed. 
also um, on Dark right now, um, Santana and Ortiz are defeating these two random black jobbers. And the hilarious thing, so one of them is distracted by playing video games. Like, he literally brought his Switch out to the ring and was just playing it in the ring. <laughs> and I want to say it was Ortiz, like, kicked it out of his hands and then kicked him out of the ring. You can't That's treat hilarious. a man's Switch like that. That's disrespectful. I think we got to fight. <laughs> Even though he is, him and his buddy are getting the shit beat out of them right now. He's probably too worried about his uh, his Switch. Also, shout out. Oh, um, quite fragile. That is true. Also, shout out to um, uh, Santana and Ortiz because I've noticed the last couple weeks or whatever. I think it was Santana. Yeah, yeah. Santana has been um, coming out with like a sock with like whatever is in the sock ready to beat people with it. Hmm. So that's been hilarious, you know. So, yeah, that was NXT, man. And like we said, we have a pay-per-view coming up this Sunday. The first time since 1997. Yeah, it does say right now on Wikipedia or whatever. The first time since the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. NXT TakeOver in your house. Live in Winter Park, Florida at Full Sail University. Oh, is it live? Well, possibly. That's that's what it says, at least for um, Wikipedia. But it's probably going to be at the Performance Center, I'm sure. I'd imagine. Yeah. Either way, though, it's going to be pretty good. Well, should be pretty good. I have nine matches. Oh, nine, excuse me. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Tripping, guys. Tripping. Tripping. I have six matches. I'm going to go in the order I think they're going to go. Or not even. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm, I'm going to go in the order I care about them, all right? Yeah. First, we have a six-woman tag team match. Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. That should be pretty solid. Faces win this shit, right? I'd imagine. Yeah, I don't I don't see the Hills doing it, and I'm kind of... I ain't gonna say I'm upset, because I like all the faces. And, you know, I told you guys, I love Hill Candice. I love Hill Dakota Kai. And I like this um, Raquel Gonzalez rebrand. Yeah. If you, if you guys don't remember, she was just a random chick with, like, swinging a bullhorn, like, about a year ago. Oh, she God, actually, she was, yeah. She was, yeah, she matters now. Or I care about her now. This is a way better gimmick. She's just a, a heel, a monster Dang. heel. I mean, she she lost. I'm pretty sure, but like you know, I I take her way more. Like you know, she's way more credible now. Without a doubt, yeah. So Candace or uh, probably Dakota are gonna eat this pin. But I I'll be, also wouldn't be mad at the heels like doing some sneaky shit. Yeah, true. I'm surprised they're not giving Candace and Mia and um. Keith Lee and Gargano were a mixed tag match. That's what I was expecting. Now, that might be the case. That might be the case, but I'm going to tell you about the other two later on, so we shall see. Because that was the first rumors, though, you right? Yeah. And that's what I thought was going to happen as well. But I'm going to... Fuck it, I'll go ahead and get to them next, honestly, shit. But there's talks of, if not claims... Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano in a singles match for the NXT North American Championship. Well, okay, that would be pretty good, too, though. That'd be really good, actually. This makes sense, and I, I hope that's the case, honestly. And I love Johnny Gargano, but Keith Lee's not losing that belt. I don't. Yeah, I agree. Also, especially, I don't think he should yet. He shouldn't, especially with Matt Riddle gone, and I'm pretty sure Di, uh, Jack is on Raw now. Yeah. So, and based on Twitter, going after the U.S. title soon. 
I told Corey guys, I said he should just fucking go out there as a heel and attack um, Apollo Crews. I'm mad it didn't happen this week. It'll probably, I well, I think it'll happen this coming up Monday. I I hope so. Or or, or, or honestly, shit, honestly, make us wait another week. Do it the Monday after Backlash. Well, that wouldn't be bad either, yeah. There you go. Like, get Andrade, um, Apollo Crews one more match. Uh, Apollo beats him, and then, like, the next week he goes out there, and he's, you know, don't even give him the chance to open challenge. He's just out there, and he just gets attacked. And they're like, that's Dominic Dijakovic from NXT, you know? That would, yeah, that would be amazing. It writes itself, I think that would probably be the better way to do it, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there, bro. Um, Singles match between Finn Balor and my guy. That wants to live forever. Damien Priest. Oh, oh, I forgot they were feuding. Yeah. I'm excited be really for this. good. That might I'm, be the best match on the card. I'm excited for this and I'm going to, well, fuck it. Um, do you think whenever, um, Walt, Walter, excuse me, whenever Walter is back in the States, we, we get that feud? I hope right, so. Dude? I hope so as well. I'm, I'm here for it and I need it now. I need it now. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows when that'll even be. Wow. So, this is a fact. I'm like, I'm so sorry, guys. I keep going back to fucking AEW. But on Dark, guess, guess what is a faction now? What? The Natural Nightmares. QT Marshall, Brandy Rhodes, and, uh, and, and <laughs> Dustin Rhodes. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I, I can so tell from... Is Dustin a heel, or are they both faces? No, okay, so they're all faces, but I can tell that um, that Dustin and Brandy do not approve of QT Marshall's relationship with Allie, because she came out last, and QT had to, like, wave her to come on. Hmm. But they have an official, like, little, like, uh, you know, come out shit or whatever, and they have shirts. Hmm. And QT just walked her over to the commentary booth. So, yeah, how long until Allie's, like, secretly breaks QT Marshall's heart on Dark? Will I keep you guys revealed? Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> like episode of the fucking Young and the Restless. Hey, bro, hell yeah. Bone the beautiful, baby. <laughs> um, Back to TakeOver in your house. Um, Yo, this match I'm excited as fuck for, honestly. Carrion Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, yeah, that'll be really good, too. I need Carrion to win. And yes. I, mean, I, I, I get it. I get his Champa. I get his Champa. I feel like Champa's not a dick. And he'll like he'll either lose clean, which I wouldn't be mad about. Or if we get a Scarlet interference, still not mad. Yeah, I mean, either way, I think Carrion Cross is going to win. Carrion's got to win his first takeover. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Champa isn't a dick. Right. That and also the greatest Plus interest in wrestling right now. now. So. He is, which they, that's so crazy they made that happen. Yeah, well, that's just how good NXT is as storytelling. Does he have music again? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's had music for a while. He's, does he, he still has the, no, I will survive, like that joint? I'm not sure. I, I'm not going to sing it verbatim because I'm not, I'm not good with the vocals, guys. Only, only vocals as far as this talking, not singing. <laughs> I'm excited for this match, though, and I'm always oh, yeah. excited to see Scarlett. I think it was her birthday not too long ago, whatever. I saw um, Carrion uh, post about. Hmm. So shout out to them. 
That man's winning. Are they dating? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. Who wins this match, bro? Charlotte definitely wins. So Charlotte the retains. The question is who takes the pin, and I feel like it's going to be Io, even though I don't want it to be, but I also don't want it to be Rhea, so I don't know. People are saying, is this triple threat, like, the chance that Charlotte loses and, like, they can get away with it? But I feel like every time we think that, it hasn't happened in recent history. Yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be too surprised if Rhea wins. But if they're going to take it off of Charlotte, I prefer that Io wins. Honestly. I saw one dude on YouTube. We might have been Russell Talk. I'm not for sure. They were like, this is the one where Rhea, this is the time where Rio, yeah, Rio, excuse me, where Io finally gets this belt. Right. I'm going to just say this. I'm not sure. And I'm just going to go as far as like, it, guys, don't, don't fact check me on this one. <sighs> the last time I can remember like a triple threat match with, for the belt and like the person that we weren't expecting actually winning was Bobby Lashley whenever he beat uh Dean Ambrose and Seth for the IC belt. You remember that? Wait. So I think it was like towards the end of twenty eighteen or the beginning of twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, that sounds that sounds right, yeah. Cause Bob Bobby had the belt for a little bit. It, it was right before Leo joined him. Cause we were like, holy shit, Bobby actually Yeah. Okay. Cause we definitely thought Dean was retaining. And Bobby was kind of in there to be in there. That's the last time someone won the match that we weren't expecting. So maybe, maybe EO will win this joint, but like, I don't know. And like we always will say, we're never going to be mad about seeing Charlotte on all three shows. It's not her fault. She's the best ever. I said it. We said it because Corey agrees with me. Yeah, we're, we're like, you know, we're, we're never going to be too upset about seeing too much Charlotte because when you're the GOAT, you're just the GOAT. I mean, is there such a thing as too much Charlotte? I mean, honestly, I don't think we get enough, Charlotte. I <laughs> can't say I disagree. Like, I think they should bring back uh, 205 Live just so she can go over there and be just a champion. <laughs> just so she can be Cruiserweight champion? Yeah. Fuck it. Give her give her a world title. Yeah. yeah um, be, um, do what Tessa, like, you know, but without the racism. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's with a Spanish man. Literally. I mean, if they were to ever give a woman the world title, it would be Charlotte. So I will say too, and I think I've said this just like us joking, whatever in text. But like, yo, dead ass, and that's what I got. Ooh, bro, bro, bro. If Andrade was to get Charlotte Flair pregnant right now, I think Vince will fire him. <laughs> you. <laughs> I think you Vince will right. fight. Yeah. I think Vince will fire him. I think Vince might find a way to try and sue him. Vince will, <laughs> bruh, what the fuck is Vince going to do? Some, if Charlotte some Flair was breach the of contract, especially with Becky out too. Th- that's why. Be, I bet. I bet when when Vince when Vince found out Becky was pregnant, I bet he called up Charlotte and Andrade and was like, "You better fucking wrap that shit, wrap it, birth control, whatever." Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to see any of that me. right now. That shit. <laughs> that nigga He's got unlimited game. plan B. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like I'll buy the plan B my goddamn self if I have to. Unlimited, man. Oh my god. How much you want to bet that uh, in the future, top female wrestlers have contract stipulations that they uh, can't get pregnant at certain times against their champion? Because this is the first time this has happened that I can think of. Yeah, I think they said it was the first time ever, correct? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, Becky's the only women's champion who had to give up the belt because she was pregnant. Which is I can't think of that many other women who had to take time off for being pregnant, period. I know, I guess, Brie, although I think she might have already been gone. I'm not sure. And then Maurice, although she doesn't wrestle that much anymore. And Very then true. there's Awesome Kong. She's the only one. Awesome Kong's the only one that was, like, wrestling full-time when she got pregnant because they were giving her, like, a hella push, and then she had to leave. And it never came back, unfortunately. Also, this is random. So the natural nightmares are definitely a faction because an ep- another episode of Dark popped on right after this, and like they're on there too. Hmm. So legendary Dustin Rhodes is just on a faction. To dark, yeah. On well, he has his own like you know him and QT Marshall have their own logos along with Brandy Rhodes. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess a good faction needs its own logo. I mean, everything's just a nightmare, man. You know, like, I guess, hey, shout, shout out QT Marshall being the best friend or whatever. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> hey, bro, so, somebody brought this up. If you look at it, Amara Rashad deserves his own documentary. Yeah. And I'm going to tell the people who don't understand <clears throat> why. Amara Rashad used to be, used to have a different name, turned Muslim, changed his name to Amara Rashad, was a football player, pretty good one at that. And then was like, you know what? I'm gonna just be the media guy, and then becomes Jordan's best friend. Like how, like personally, I don't care what no one says. I think that, you know, I, I think certain people or whatever they'll never admit it. But for my fave ever, LeBron, I think Brian Windhurst is in his back pocket, even though he's admitted all over the years. No, LeBron does not pay me. No, LeBron this or whatever. But like, you don't think it's just so convenient that like he's been like like covering LeBron since he was in high school. And I get they went to the same high school, but like the fact that he's still around, that's not convenient. I mean, I think they're just friends. I mean, they're Brian acts like they're acquaintances. Like they don't even talk. I think Brian's well, a payroll, but they don't want to talk about that it. Way. It wouldn't look professional if everyone knew they were friends. But look, look, but but look at this though. That's what I'm trying to say. Like Amara Shaw was riding to the games with Jordan. Well, yeah, but Jordan doesn't give a fuck. Also, so um, the natural disasters are having this match, and QT Marshall just got a boost of confidence because Allie is in the front row eating an apple. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch Dark now to see where this goes. I'm, I'm gonna keep you guys informed. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be our new shit or whatever. Um, let's get to this final match. Um, on NXT Takeover in your house, a last chance. Backlot brawl for the NXT Championship. This is according to Wikipedia, guys. So this is not confirmed. Like I've said, most of these matches or whatever, not confirmed. It's just what they're saying on Wikipedia. If Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for NXT Championship. Which means he's got to win. Or he's, he's definitely called up. God, I hope he wins. Yeah, I think I prefer he wins and they call up Undisputed Era. 
Although I guess they wouldn't need to call up Undisputed Era. You can leave them on well, NXT. It's the thing anymore. too. They did a little vignette in which like it was recording and Roddy was um, not yeah um, not Roddy but um uh Kyle O'Reilly was there. Hmm. Which you guys might not know. I found out Kyle O'Reilly has not been around because I think he has diabetes. Oh, does he? I think that's what I had heard. Huh. So that's why he hasn't been around. He has health issues. Never knew that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently there were teases, which I have not seen this vignette. I'm going to go watch it or see if I can find it after this or whenever the fuck they're going to drop, you know, NXT, whatever. So can watch it before this pay-per-view. Apparently there were little like, you know, little sneak hints of Roddy possibly turning on Adam Cole. I don't necessarily want that to happen. I want Cole to lose clean. But who knows? Yeah, I definitely don't 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 do the whole Roddy turning on them again thing. First of all, the Undisputed Era is so much better with the four of them than it was with just Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and O'Reilly. It was not still great, that, but it's better with Adam Cole. Facts. Not only that, and I'm, I'll just say this. We've always said on this pod, bro, Trips usually 9.5 times out of 10 does the right thing. We are, I mean, I can't, can you remember the last time we watched the takeover and been like, I am upset with that. Uh, I've never watched a takeover that I didn't enjoy. Like, literally, not only that, I think the only critic not even that criticism, actually. I mean, we didn't like it when, like, you know, which you were kind of over, over Shayna. Well, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, too, it's like, yo, you know, I think Willis said it, it was that old, like, people try and complain there's not old, you know, it's not like the old school wrestling. It's like, no, we're giving you the old school wrestling. Like, back in them days, Motherfuckers was holding championships for like at least <laughs> three hundred, you know, three hundred eighty some yeah. days. It'd be a little bit over a year. Same. I, like we see, because I mean, what her and Charlotte are like the only time, only people to have that belt twice. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's you, see, you know, so that's a thing. That's small, like which we also need to find out where the fuck is Shayna been. Also, that. She hasn't been around since she was like choking out Eddie Guerrero. Oh, not Eddie Guerrero. Good lord! You see what just happened there? She hasn't been around since she was choking out Rey Mysterio on um the uh the, the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe they're uh, thinking of a new storyline for. Her. We shall see. But so we we definitely got Velveteen winning this match, correct? I think so. I don't want him to get caught up yet, but yeah, I don't either. Something we what we spoke about on a pod, like when I really spoke about on the pod, like well, it was like a month ago. I want to say right, like about that situation with him. Oh yeah, yeah. If he wins, we know that what we had heard is what he had said that he was hacked. Hey, because I mean, yeah. And I'm going to say that has to be the case because if it's one thing I'm going to say about Triple H or whatever, and it's one thing I'm going to say about controversy, if they thought, yo, we don't fuck with you, he would have been out of this feud. They would have switched that shit up like it was like we they, they would have like we they would have been like, hey, yeah. So this you don't remember that at all. <laughs> if all that shit was true, they would have fired his ass. Boom. He would definitely have no fucking title shot, let alone be the main event at this card. 
Yeah. Definitely not. So I say all that to say we're going to find out for sure, but I'm going to say just the fact that he's in this like in this card that that wasn't the case and he was hot. Please don't make me like, you know, go back and have to go back and take that. Comfortable back. saying that now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I told you we don't want to get too much to the controversy. We don't cuss motherfuckers out at the very beginning. This man, this man R. Kelly had a song with Jay Z back in the day. Try to try to charge me, but I'm not guilty. <laughs> that nigga was wildin'. I'm sorry. That nigga was. I'm sorry. He was a nasty nigga, but he had the nerve to do a song. And the hook was trying to charge me, but I'm not guilty. Whew. You gotta love it, man. Uh, bro, any any final thoughts on NXT Takeover in your house? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too, man. It's gonna be good to get our minds clear and everything get a little bit better day by day with a dope pay per view. I mean, sure, we got back to back pay per views. Uh, we got that, and we got um, um, backlash the following week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Um, should I should I say should I say about um what what I found out for Fighter Fest? Oh yeah. Okay, so I looked up a little bit ago, and I told you because you remember last year we watched Fighter Fest together. Right. Apparently, Fighter Fest is going to be a two night event. <laughs> so AEW announced um which the matches we know so far: John Moxley versus Brian Cage for the AEW World Championship. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the best friends for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Excuse me. But AEW has tweeted out, it will be a two-week event. Um, Night one, July 1st. Night two, July 8th. um, On TNT. Live and absolutely free. Both nights? Apparently they're saying it's gonna be like yeah yes sir they're, apparently they're gonna do it kind of like they did like they, they they're literally doing it as a special branded episode similar to when they did the bash at the beach earlier this year. I'm here for that. I might I might watch that. Wait, what are the dates on that? Uh, July first and July eighth. I might watch that. Yeah. So July first and July eighth, which I we like. I feel like their bash at the beach was pretty good. I like the setup. The only reason it got kind of outshined was was the Jericho Cruise was like, was it either the next week or the week after that? Uh, I think it was the next week, yeah. And that Der- that Jericho Cruise was fucking insane. MJF getting dumped in the pool was a top five moment. <laughs> it was a fucking top five moment. Oh man. So that's pretty much all I got here. Um, Hope you guys are blessed. Hope you guys are good. Hope you guys are, you know, remain to stay dope and best favored and everything. Um, that's like we always say, remember to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. I dropped that new June. Hey, June uh, playlist in the links on the link tree below in bio, wherever you check this out adding more music onto that because you know i felt like it was a little bit short like i mean i only gave you like 40 something songs i'm gonna add a little bit more but you know i i usually give you guys like in the 70s i'm not i might not go up there far but you know you guys deserve all of it closing us out episode 43 it's
still real to us. Damn it. That's Corey. I'm Mookie. And until next time, we are...